your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome to. It's only Tuesday. Man, we're deep in it. Impeachment inquiries. Do we want to talk about that today? Do we want to talk about Governor Evers being at the Oktoberfest grounds right now? Oh, he was there. No, he's not there anymore. He was there an hour ago. He was supposed to leave at 5, I believe. He could still be lingering down there. The Oktoberfest grounds. Celebrating like craft beer day. Hopefully he uh, does a little bit better job of drinking a beer than Hillary Clinton. Did he drink a beer? Is anyone down there? Anyone check out Governor Tony Evers at the Oktoberfest grounds? Brad Williams in the newsroom said he doesn't recall a governor in like the last, I think he said like the 60s, ever coming to lacrosse during Oktoberfest. And then he pointed out that technically today isn't Oktoberfest, but the governor is down there drinking craft beer probably. We'll have pictures and a story up. Drew's down there checking things out. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. You want to talk about Governor Tony Evers, President Donald Trump's impeachment inquiry. You guys all experts on this now. Who do you listen to? What are you reading about this? Uh, Trump has gone off on Twitter after Nancy Pelosi announced they were going to begin an impeachment inquiry. Can't really say I'm an expert on in- impeachment inquiries. I don't think any of us are. Didn't really pay attention to politics when Bill Clinton was impeached. A little bit different circumstances here. Does this feel a little bit like, so so the whole thing stems from Trump apparently withholding $400 million to Ukraine in aid for Ukraine, I guess, and he withheld that because he wanted the Ukraine government to look into Joe Biden's son and dealing with some corruption like lawyers and a company over there and getting prosecutors fired. Feel a little bit like Hillary's emails. Benghazi. We're just going to, is this what we're going to hear for the next, until what, November 2020 and then beyond? Is this what we're going to talk about for over a year? It's no longer her emails, but his son, Biden's son. Anytime we want to bring up something that Trump has done that seems pretty sketch, the argument will just be, but Biden's son, up until and, and until after and then after the election. So tomorrow, Keith Knudsen, Viterbo political scientist, is going to come in here and we'll talk about this more. We can talk about it now. If you want, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. There are some funny 
parts of this story, aside from the sad part that I feel like we're going to cry about Biden's son for the next year and maybe year and a half or maybe forever, maybe the next five years. Uh, what if Trump doesn't get elected, reelected? What if he gets impeached? I wonder, and maybe we can ask Knutson this tomorrow, and I just don't know. I just, I just thought of this. If Trump gets impeached, he's not going to leave office because the Senate will never... I don't think the Senate would impeach him, though they're they're looking into uh, doing that, not impeaching him, but looking into getting the, all the information. Uh, the weird part about this is the administration hasn't released all the information. So why why not? Why haven't they released the whistleblowers, you know, complaint over Trump making a phone call with the Ukrainian president and demanding they look into Joe Biden's son. And if they don't, he's withholding $400 million in Ukraine aid. Uh, Trump's also changing his story a little bit. I think, I think yesterday he, he said he was withholding that Ukrainian aid because Ukraine is corrupt and you can't be giving a corrupt country $400 million in aid where they're just going to line their pockets which is ironic, coming from Trump. Uh, but then today he said, no, it's because other countries aren't helping Ukraine. So it's, they're not, they're not, they're no longer corrupt. In a day it went from they're corrupt and we can't, we can't give them any money to today. It's, ah, we can't give them any money because other countries aren't helping, which sounds way better. Like, why are we giving Ukraine money? Can we just keep that money? Can we just give it uh, to parents of, children who parents who have children in school everyone gets a hundred dollars i mean that's what governor scott walker did a couple of years uh what a year ago for the election give everyone a hundred dollars if they have children under 18 to buy shoes and clothes and notebooks and all kinds of things with a hundred bucks uh so that would have been a good way to just go about it. Like, uh, we're not going to give Ukraine money because America first. We're going to keep that money. But his story was Ukraine was corrupt. We're not giving that money because Ukraine was corrupt. And then it was we're not giving that money because other countries aren't either, which is also a lie, according to the EU. European Union pushed back against Trump's claim, saying that over the past five years, They've been unprecedented and consistent in supporting Ukraine. The EU and European official financial institutions have mobilized more than $15 billion in grants and loans to support reform processes with strong conditionality and continue progress. So <laughs> other countries aren't helping. Uh, we're helping. We're helping more than you. 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. I got a couple of texts to read. I'll do that when we come back from the news after this. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM 608 785 7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. If you want to get in here, uh, unfortunately, talking about the impeachment inquiry that Democrats just announced, the House just announced they would do impeaching President Donald Trump. You want to get in here and talk about that? If you want to talk about Governor Evers being down at the Oktoberfest grounds on Craft Beer Day, did anyone see Governor Evers chug a beer? 
should go run Drew down and see if Evers was uh, better at drinking beer than Hillary Clinton, which probably lost her the election, right? Probably what lost Hillary Wisconsin, not her not visiting Wisconsin during the presidential election, but her unable to pour a beer. That's probably why she didn't come back, right? Like she would have been forced to do it again. All right, we're going to go to the phones. I believe number three is on. Number three, go ahead. Good afternoon, Rick Solom. How are you today? I'm all right. That's good. The only way to be. I'd like to say it was good to hear the libertarian guy call in last night. Oh, did you like what he had to say? Well, I always like to hear him talk because he's a very smart man. Okay. Okay. You know, between Main Street guy and Trempolo Tom, it's nice to have him back again. Okay. Okay. And thanks for telling me who your guest is tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. So you don't want so you don't have to listen to this? No, I'll take my wife on a road trip tomorrow. All right. Where are you going to go? I don't know yet. Depends on how much money she's got left. All right. All right, well, let I us know. All the way to Reachtown. Who knows, right? All right, well, we'll hear uh, from you on Thursday then. That's your big 10 4. Thanks. Bye right, now. Uh, go back to the phones. Who's this? Hello? Yeah, who's this? Uh, this is Heidi. Hey, Heidi, what do you, what do you got? Uh, just a comment about the impeachment inquiry and the beer. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. You're on. Oh, okay. Um, just just kind of a tongue-in-cheek chuckle. Is Tony Evers better at drinking beer than Elizabeth Warren on her uh, little video where her husband walked away and didn't want to have a beer with her? <laughs> Joke. And in the impeachment issue, again, it's uh, an inquiry. They emphasize the word impeachment and then diminish the word inquiry. It doesn't mean that they're going to find anything. They keep keep digging, 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 and trying to turn things into things that really aren't there. Um, and they haven't been because they're like a dog with a bone. They really, really hate this guy. They want to get rid of him at all costs and will do anything. Meantime, there's absolutely no conversation about the paper trail and conversation trail about Joe Biden and his son and how that's all going to play out. And they announced this impeachment inquiry conveniently before the transcript comes out tomorrow. And there's going to be a transcript. And that will go on again, la, 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 as it has been for the last two and a half years since before he was in office. So Democrats are find so, it so Democrats are, are like a dog with a bone? Is that what you said? Yeah. They, yes, they are. They, they cannot take the idea that they don't have anything solid. And there's so much that's been proven solid for the Democratic candidates like Hillary Clinton and the connections with Bill Clinton and all of their um, foundation fraud. And now Joe Biden's son, it's documented. And it's documented, but it's buried. It's never, ever made known. But also and then the Hillary's... Bullhorn goes loud and clear with all these supposed conclusions about Trump. And also Hillary's he... emails, right? We need to do that and... Um... What else do we need to do? What else do we need to look into? Well, Benghazi. I mean, it hasn't even been looked into at all. <laughs> well, shouldn't you blame and, the president for that? Well, the people that he's tried, but I think he's been—I think he's been wise in playing a waiting game. 
playing the waiting game on Hillary? Yeah, I I do because I think the president controlled the the House and the Senate. All of the evidence has been building and building and building, and when it all comes to a head, just like a carbuncle, it's going to explode, and it's not going to explode the way the Democrats think because they really are ignoring a ton of things, and they are promoting things that they have no foundation for. And there's proof along the way about all of these FISA court things and who was talking to who that it was not done in an orderly or law-abiding way. Why weren't you mad when President Trump held the House, when Republicans held the House and the Senate, and they didn't look into any of this stuff? I am mad at them. I think they're spineless. <laughs> okay. I do. They had they, they had well, they had a thousand chances to do something, and they they didn't. And I don't. And, and you know what? They hate him too. Well, well they really do. Well, a lot okay, of them do. You'd have to give credit to the House for actually uh, looking into something, then, Heidi. Well, yes, but in the overall balance of the scale, it's completely one sided. I mean, when you when you add up and you look at all of the facts that are out there, I mean, you have to admit the mainstream media. You have to admit that these organizations and these broadcasting stations do not report honestly. Even in Media Watch and Media Matters, they have said there has been no other president who has been attacked as much. And by the way, the family, his kids, have been put under a microscope and attacked left and right. And meanwhile, nobody's touching Joe Biden's son. But guess what? Theresa Hines' son, Carrie's stepson, didn't want to get near that Ukrainian thing. He said right right, right away from the get-go, I'm, I'm not involved. Okay. Why? All right, he thanks. knew it was garbage. Thanks for the call, Heidi. Thanks. Heidi says we have to look into Hillary and Joe Biden. I feel like the president is the president. Right? Like Joe Biden was the vice president some years ago. Hillary was never president. You had control of the House and the Senate. You didn't do any of that for two years. But now we're mad. We're mad about Hillary and Joe Biden. Donald Trump's president. Maybe we should rein him in a little bit. Uh back to the phones. Uh North what are we? Southside Tom. How you how you doing? Explain to me how the mill rate works. Mike had on the program this morning, uh, the new mill rate, um, it's local news, you know. They reduce the mill rate. Okay. So could somebody get on the air and explain that to me? Not today. Good. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Do you... Do you, do you... Do you because need somebody? I calculated what my taxes would be. Yeah, that ain't right. Okay. All right, I can't help but you, I Tom. Took mill rate times the value of the house. I'm not going to put any numbers on the air, right. but that's not right. You and your <laughs> you and your math, Tom. Every time you call, you got to talk about math. Thanks for the call. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Better Hearing Center talking text line. We'll go to the phones uh, one more time before we hit Scott's comment. Who's this? It's me again, Heidi. Um, I just wanted to say that the response to what I was saying was a representation of a complete misunderstanding of what I was trying to get at. All right. Thanks, Heidi. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Misrepresentation of what she was trying to say. 
Okay. Sorry about that. I feel like you talk for five minutes about Hillary and Benghazi and the emails and Joe Biden. And that was funny how Donald Trump did something. Let's talk about Benghazi. Let's talk about the emails. Let's talk about Hillary. Let's talk about Joe Biden's son. Let's talk about the president. Okay. All right. Uh, who's this? Yeah. Hey, it's Jordan. Hey, Jordan. Go ahead. You're on. Hey, listen. What I what I picked up here on the last lady's call is uh, your opinion against the conservatives. Like the argument right now with the Joe Biden and stuff and Hillary and the emails and all that stuff is because the Republicans aren't doing anything about it. The people on the conservative side don't care about it. And I think that's odd that you keep bringing that up. The Democrats are really grouped together, and, yeah, they're really hammering against Trump. But I think it's to say that just because the Republicans and the government aren't doing anything about it, that the people really don't care. Or it's not a big deal or it's over with. The, the, I don't and understand. The Republicans aren't doing anything about what? You said, how come when Republicans were in control, they didn't do anything about, you know, the corruption? That's like what we say with uh, Hillary and yeah. Joe Biden. I mean, that. Yes. But I would have to say, if you ask the callers, the majority of us don't agree at all with what happened when they were in control. We're very upset about it. Okay. I mean, you guys passed uh, tax cuts for corporations, so that was good. You might have you oh, benefited yeah. from that. but Well, I, I don't know if I technically benefited directly, but I think it was a good move in the right direction. Kind of like just lowering taxes across the board makes our you know, country more competitive against other countries where they might not have taxes for corporations. Would that be a fair statement? If if that's true, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. Well, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I would. I, well, most of these uh, corporations are moving out of our country. I'm assuming because of tax rates, or is it just cheaper to buy an office overseas? I mean, if we want to fight about like corporations moving out of the country, I mean, we pay. I'm. We could argue about. Uh, CEO pay being, you know, going up and up while worker pay doesn't go up. We could also argue about like other countries not paying their workers hardly anything. Like China doesn't pay their workers very much at all. So, I mean, if we wanted to fight. Yeah, the thing about China, and I thought it was interesting, is they talk about tariffs and free trade, you know, where Canada has a tariff against our dairy products. And people say, well, that's fine. You know, they can't produce it at the rate we can. But yet, if China can produce steel, you know, cheaper than we can, it's bad if we put a tariff on it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's all it's all kind of a confusing game, and our heads are spinning. Thanks for the call, man. Yeah, bye. All right, we got to go to uh, to break Scott's comment. I'm sorry I couldn't get to your calls. We'll come back uh, in a couple of minutes, and we'll get to them if you guys want to hold tight. All right, for Wisdom News, brought to you by Park Bank, I'm Rick Solom. Oktoberfest organizers say they are right on track with setup to host the 59th annual Festival in La Crosse. Thousands of people will pack the streets with 100,000 expected to attend the Maple Leaf Parade all alone. It's inspiring to know that in just a few days, we can see our work culminate into something that spreads across all of our businesses. That's co-president Bobby Show. She says the latest study from the UW system estimates Oktoberfest contributes $15 million to the local economy. A, re, a new program is helping lacrosse businesses and residents reconnect with nature. Last week, Home to Suites joined a Love the Bluffs effort from the Mississippi Valley Conservancy. 
Love the Bluffs is funded by the Lacrosse Community Foundation, but ran by the Conservancy to help preserve the area. Conservancy Communications Director Sarah Brattenober says Home to Suites employees spent their time cutting away at non-native plants. That's what we've been doing a lot is focusing on restoring the native habitats up there that so much wildlife depend upon, and that's what kind of keeps the whole ecosystem up there functioning properly. Brett number says, Love the Bluffs will continue through the end of this year. The victim of a lacrosse sexual assault is upset with the court system for letting her attacker avoid a trial and avoid prison. And the suspect seems to be blaming the victim for letting him drink at a party when he wasn't supposed to drink. Lencardo Thompson pleaded no contest to burglary for breaking into the victim's bedroom two years ago. The sexual assault charge was dropped. Thompson told a lacrosse judge that he wants to continue with school and get a job. And now I'm doing well. I feel better, um, healthy, and want to move on with my life. And once this case is done, and continue to move on with my life. Judge Todd Bjerke gave Thompson five years probation, much longer than planned, after learning that Thompson had made threats against the victim on Facebook just a few days ago. And the Milwaukee, Beer, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers appear to be playoff bound. In what capacity, though, that remains a bit of a mystery. Brewers wrap up the season with a three-game series beginning tonight at the Cincinnati Reds before three more at the Colorado Rockies. Milwaukee's three and a half games behind the red-hot St. Louis Cardinals for the division. The Cardinals have won seven of eight and played two games at Arizona before finishing the season at home against the reeling Chicago Cubs. Just a half game behind the Washington Nationals, Milwaukee could get the top wildcard spot. The Brewers are all but guaranteed the final playoff spot, being up four games on the Cubs and five games on the New York Mets. WKTY have all the Brewers games from here on out. You can tune in on 96.7 FM, 580 AM. That coverage is, I think the game actually is starting right now. But you want to listen to me instead. For wisdomnews.com, I'm Rick Solo. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. I got some texts here, kind of banking them. Uh, we're just talking about the impeachment inquiry into President Donald Trump that sort of got kicked off today, right? Nancy Pelosi had finally announced that after, I guess, debating it for years, maybe. Uh, John texted in, it was bait to get the Democrats to push impeachment. I would guess a number of Democrats will end up losing their seats in the next election. Uh, Free speech Fred texted in a couple of times, let's just impeach Congress. We won't miss them. They seem to do nothing besides talk about Trump. He said, Rick, you will soon see just how corrupt the Obama administration was and how He and Hillary corrupted many bureaucratic agencies. Indictments forthcoming. And then Fred texts one last time. Why does justice take so long? It takes a while to build a case, and the case is building on Hillary and Obama, apparently. Uh, Johnny texts in. He can't listen to Lacrosse Talk PM anymore. He was a devout listener for many years. See you, Johnny. and an anonymous texter, I don't ask for his name, he didn't send it yet. Uh, Trump didn't do anything, just another leak. He is forced to respond to all part of the left's plan to discredit the president, exclamation point. It's not rocket science, and Trump did, act, all caps, nothing 
but respond to the continued assault. The left is too stupid to see this will boomerang, exclamation point. It's going to boomerang something. I mean, it could backfire. This could bolster Trump if the impeachment, because I, I feel like nobody knows really what impeachment is. Bill Clinton got impeached. Did he leave office? No. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. We'll go back to the phone. You're on, hey, caller. Yes. Radio. Yes, Rick. I'm, I'm kind of changing the subject today. Last week, one day, you were talking about the roads, and I just thought I'd give you a little, couple little chuckles, because remember a year ago, they did spend all that money, or wasted all that money on Cass Street to make the bike lanes? Well, they've erased all the bike lanes off there, and now they redid Clinton Street, the bridge. Mm-hmm. On the bridge itself, they've got turn lanes in the middle of the bridge, and if you turn, you're going to hit the guardrail and go into the water. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's get off this political stuff and a little bit something a little lighter today. So they're fixing the roads or just adding turn lanes? No, they, well, they fixed the bridge on the bumps, and it's been closed for probably a month. And when they restriped it, they put the arrows for turn lanes in the middle of the bridge. <laughs> and it's kind of hard to turn there. You're just supposed to ignore those. Those are just to make sure you're paying attention. Ah, but I'm wondering why they got rid of them off Castry when they were going to make that the Great Bike Lanes through lacrosse. The turn and lanes on... The, 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 yeah, well, the bike lanes going down Castry where they had all the bump outs, then you had to drive over the bump routes or drive into the the highway or the, the traffic lanes. Yeah, you have to zigzag in and out. Yeah, the bump out thing on Cass Street yeah. is always kind of a easy, funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, if, if they, they if had, they they had a mar- they had it marked for all the bike lanes too there, and now they've taken all the bike lane markings out. Yeah, I mean, I was driving downtown today, and there was like a skateboarder biking down the road, you know, in the bike lane. But then he got to a bump out, and you know, I got way mm-hmm. over, but he had to like check his back to make sure that he wasn't going to get run over. <laughs> it's kind of funny. The the bump yeah, outs are are crazy. Are we just uh, as a society incapable of crossing the road anymore? Well, yeah, they're too busy looking at their phones. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Uh, so we need more bump outs. Well, or if you were stupid people, one or the other, I'm not sure. I feel like I think in New York City, it's illegal to walk in and be on your phone, like to walk down the side. It might be. I I feel like that's a rule. It's called common sense, but common sense isn't all that common anymore. <laughs> all right, man. Well, thanks for the call. Yep. Bye. Bye. Yeah, always a good distraction. If we want to talk about the uh, bump outs on Cass Street, feel free <laughs> Feel free to do that. Uh, I believe Gary no, uh, Gary was calling in, but no, he is not. Gary, you can call me back. I'll put you on. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Um, the bump outs are just... On Cass Street are great for for kids on dirt bikes is what they are because you could just jump over all the curbs to get on back on and off the uh, bike lanes. Um, one thing I I did I did take some notes on this whole Ukrainian four hundred million dollar impeachment inquiry to the president and maybe the the funniest thing that nobody ever talks to talks about is uh who the Ukrainian president actually is. And I'll get to that in a minute. Unless Gary Podesky wants to talk to me about who the Ukrainian president is. I think, I feel like that's why you called Gary. 
Hey, Rick, how are you? I'm good. Good. For the last caller, that's old news. Uh, actually, they were not supposed to have those bikes. That was uh, changed at Public Works like nine months ago. That's why those were taken off. What, what road are you talking about? Who did that job. He had extra money, so he put those bike decals down. There was never supposed to be, that was never designated as a, as a bike lane. What, what, and the neighborhood. Gary, what road are you talking the about? Groups wanted. They wanted those bump outs. And again, there was meetings that nobody goes to. And then afterwards, they all get in an uproar, but none of them go to the meetings. Right. Nobody ever shows the meetings, but the neighborhood groups in those areas. So this, if they're looking for something, they're probably going to get it. And then afterwards, people sit and complain. But they all had a chance. But as far as those bike things, they've been off now for about three months. So obviously he doesn't live in La Crosse. And those were supposed to come off already. That was at Public Works. We talked about it. And it was like with the, with the engineer from that job. And it was never a designated bike lane. It was never supposed to be a bike lane. And obviously he didn't get the heat. The mayor and the council got the heat. But that was never a designated bike lane. That's okay. something hey, Gary, he did by himself. Gary, can you just can you just explain where exactly you're talking about these these uh, bike lanes Cat were? Cat Street. Oh, Cat on Cat Street. Street. Okay. The last caller he was talking about, they took him off. You know that that was already that's old news. That was if he would follow the public works uh, on Legislar, he would have seen that that was ordered six months ago to be taken off. When when uh, somebody had the time, and I'm not even sure if a city crew did it. I think it was a, a private crew. As far as that painting on Clinton Street, I haven't been up there. Again, that was a private contractor that does that. The city does not do their own painting anymore. I'll have to go up there and see what that's about. I'm not sure what, you know, how they would have screwed that up. But I don't get up on Clinton Street much. I'll have to take a ride up there over the bridge and see what he's talking about. If they did do something like that, obviously I don't blame them for laughing. That is stupid. But yeah. All right, cool. Thanks, Gary. All right, take care, Rick. Yeah, bye. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talk and text line. I'll go back to the calls here. Yeah, who's this? Hello, you're on. Caller from Iowa. Iowa caller is not there. Uh, Tim texts in, why don't you have a conversation with people of an opposing view? You just say thanks for your call and move on. Um. I don't know what conversation you're talking about. If you're talking about Heidi, I, I did have a conversation with her, and then she called back to just reiterate the point. Um, and then I was done with her. That's why I said thanks. Thanks for calling back. Uh, Jared texts in, it's called Darwinism. If you are not smart enough to not get it, to not get hit, you don't deserve to be around anymore. Uh, she's talking about, Jared's talking about the, uh, maybe like texting and, and walking in traffic. So uh, I think I, f- I feel like New- that's a rule in New York. I can't. I, can't it's, I could look it up here, but I believe in New York City you can't be like on your phone and walking down the sidewalk because you would just run into everybody and you could never cross the street safely. Uh, it's funny that that would be a rule. I could be wrong. It's funny that that would be a rule, but in, in Wisconsin we can be on our phones while driving in in some manner, some form of manner. Uh, uh, Minnesota just changed that law on August first. Uh, can't have your phone in your hand at all. Not at all. It's got to be on, you know, like a little magnet on your dash. You can, you can, if you're using it to, you know, play music or whatever, you can tap at it, but you can't be swiping. You can't be reading text. Uh, I believe they're trying to, uh, the guy that proposed 
changing that law in Minnesota is now trying to do that in Wisconsin. Uh, there's another story here on wisdomnews.com. Police are trying to find the guy that randomly attacked someone trying to enter Rudy's drive-in Sunday morning. Um, there's video if you want to go. It's one of the top stories on wisdomnews.com. And they've got a pretty decent picture now of the kid. Looks like a kid. Uh, having it at 3.55 a.m. Uh, kid just the guy's trying to get into Rudy's apparently and kid kind of comes up, talks to him for a minute and then just punches him right in the face, punches him out. It's pretty crazy. Makes you want to go punch that kid a little bit. <laughs> uh, back to the phones. Caller, who is this? Hi, this is Rita. Hey, Rita, what do you have? Well, just when uh, he was talking to that woman before, I think it was Brenda, but I'm not sure. Um, he was talking about her bringing up Benghazi. And oh. actually, Mitch is the one who brought up Benghazi, not her. Oh, you're talking to me, so. Oh, okay, yeah. I brought up Benghazi. I was make, I'm just making fun of the fact that, like, we always go back to Hillary and, and like, Donald yeah. Trump's well, the president, you, so. You went back to Benghazi, and you kept, you said several times now that she brought up Benghazi, and she didn't, you did. Okay, I brought up Benghazi. Thanks, Rita. She's, she, we, we got to talk about uh, Joe Biden's son and Hillary's emails and the Obama administration. I mean, that's the, the old talking points. That's what we're going to do. And, and when this election, as it's rolling along, I feel like we're just going to do Joe Biden's son for the end of time. Unless Joe Biden doesn't win the Democratic nomination, then we'll try to talk about somebody else's emails or children or whatever. It's a little bit of a, a tactic of called, called distraction. So one thing, one thing is actually happening, but you're going to point to another thing um, <laughs> in terms of like, you know, hey, Donald Trump did this, but this guy did this. Uh, Texter Texter's trying to update me on uh, the New York bill. It's actually a bill in New York that you're not allowed to talk or be on any portable electronic device while crossing a roadway. Thanks for that, man. Uh, yeah, so in New York, you can't cross the street on and have, you know, like your, you can't be on your phone while crossing the street. So maybe we need to implement that elsewhere. I mean, it's a little bit more hectic when you're crossing the street in New York, I understand, but I've had some close calls, people, because in in lacrosse, nobody looks both ways. Nobody goes to a crosswalk. They aren't they aren't paying attention to uh, traffic when they cross the street. A lot of time, they just run out into the street and expect you to stop because you're kind of going slow. And maybe the biggest pet peeve is when you're chugging along 25, 30 miles an hour downtown, and the car ahead of you decides, "Oh, there's people on the sidewalk. Maybe they're trying to cross. I'm going to stop." And then they bring all the traffic to a standstill. And then that person isn't even trying to cross the, the sidewalk. They're just on the sidewalk. Uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. We're kind of all over the place. We're talking about sidewalks, talking about impeaching Trump. We're talking about Hillary's emails. I'm talking about Benghazi. Uh, if you want to get in here, shoot me a text. Give me a call. We'll be back in a minute right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here... About five minutes to go under five. We're in the five-minute warning. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. Let's bring us up again. Uh, wisdomnews.com. Lacrosse police still, still searching for the guy who just randomly punched 
a dude trying to get into Rudy's early Sunday morning. Jim Davenport was arriving to, to work, heading in at 3.55 a.m. on Sunday morning at Rudy's. There's a video if you want to check it out on the, on the webpage. He's like, he's trying to unlock the door. I didn't have the sound up, so I don't, I guess he's, the, the, the kid, it looks like a kid, you know, 20 year old, somewhere around there. Maybe 21, because he's probably drunk. Uh, mumbles something, and then he just punches the guy in the face. Punches Jim in the face. Uh, and he just goes down. Police is asking if anyone knows who that kid is, that person is, that man is. We've got a better picture now on the website. I think Rudy's provided the police with a better picture of him. Brown-haired kid. He's got a blue shirt on, according to the video, which isn't great. The screen cap. It's not a great picture, but it's all right. Uh, Free Speech Fred texts in, the 60 million plus that voted for Trump did so because of the corruption aforementioned. Because of the uh, corruption, uh, we do want justice. All that Trump talks, all the Trump talk is deflection from the Democratic Party. You'd be surprised. Kind of a lot going on. Uh, okay, so <laughs> funny thing with this uh, Ukrainian president who's kind of found himself in the mix. His name is, and I'm not watching TV news, so I don't know how to pronounce his name now that I look at it. Volodymyr Zelensky. I think they call him Z. He's a comedian turned president. He's not a comedian as president. Though he might be. You could say that about a couple of presidents, maybe. Uh, Trump's admitted to discussing Biden with Ukraine, with Z. He said it was a very friendly and appropriate call. Trump did about this call, trying to withhold $400 million. Uh, Zelensky is a 41-year-old. He was on the comedy show called Servant of the People. The Ukrainian show follows the life of an everyman school teacher who unexpectedly becomes president and takes on the nation's oligarchs. That's the extent of uh, the Ukrainian president's political experience until he got thrown into to this, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he struck a populist anti-corruption message during his presidential campaign that clearly resonated with millions of Ukrainians. He won with 73% of the vote. And just minutes after becoming president, he dissolved, he dissolved the Ukrainian parliament in an effort to consolidate power which he said would help him stamp out corruption. Always good to give one guy all the power to stamp out corruption, right? Just put all our trust into one person. Another twist into this story is uh, Zelensky's TV show that appeared on a Ukrainian oligarch's channel. And that billionaire, I'm, I'm just looking at the name now, Ihor Kalamowski. Maybe he was a rival of the last president. So the billionaire that owns the TV show that got the guy who played a school teacher turned president comedian into the actual president owns the, owns the television station or owns the, yeah, owns the TV station. And uh, now some are concerned that the comedian may just be a tool of another Ukrainian oligarch that's trying to wield power down the rabbit hole. We go. Really funny, though, that the uh, Ukrainian president 
played a TV show character, right? An everyman school teacher who unexpectedly becomes president. Just two peas in a pod, aren't they? All right, that's all I got for today. Keith Knutson, political scientist of Viterbo, is going to be in here tomorrow if you want to bombard him with more questions on the whole impeachment thing. Thanks a lot.